everybody, what's going on? Rob Cicino back here with some more Talking with T-Bird. And now here's the star of Talking with T-Bird, the great Teresa T-Bird Cooper. Hello, Rob. How are you doing today? T-Bird, we need a Talking with T-Bird theme song, I think. I think we do, too. What do you yes, think? Yes, I think so. Oh, my yes. gosh. So I've heard music and stuff that you've had. What's going on over there? Wait, what, what are you doing? What are you? Oh, sorry, what's going sorry. On I, was to, I had my notes. My notes just started flying off my desk, so I was reaching to grab it, and I forgot I was hooked up to this headset. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any notes for this part. No, right. Okay, got it. I do have my popcorn here. I forgot to mention my popcorn. Did you see? I sent you a picture of this big thing of popcorn I popped. I saw it. I saw yes. it. Do you always make popcorn before we podcast? Yes, it's a tradition now. Seriously, it's yes. a tradition. I've got. What's I do? Well, this is what I do, Rob. I go do a. I do my workout because I want to get all pumped up and excited and get my energy going. So I do a workout and then I pop my popcorn and I got my big thing of water and then of course I've got my my. Bell, I got my eight ball, my popcorn, everything right here in my little area. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's tradition now. Yeah. It's tradition we got going. Okay. Yes, we need a theme song. We need a theme song. Uh, yeah, th- this is your pre-podcast ritual that you have down to a science now. And we've got a good one today because T-Bird was able to track down a three-time Survivor legend from Survivor Palau. Survivor Guatemala and Survivor Heroes versus Villains. villains. Stephanie LaGrosa is going to join us on the podcast. Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick. Kendrick. Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick. Yes. 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 Okay. Everybody's going to love to hear from her. She is. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. Fantastic. Very exciting. Okay. All right. So just to, uh, for anybody who's jumping in that I have given T-Bird a list of names of people to try to contact and T-Bird has been hard at work tracking them down. And T-Bird, uh, you have a, a work ethic like no other. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate that. I appreciate it's that. It's just such a fun yes. segment. And it's, and it's great to hear from these people that we haven't heard from that I know the listeners want to hear from. And, and I do too. I mean, these are, they're legends. I mean, Stephanie, in, in my eyes, Stephanie's really a survivor legend. Absolutely. And if you missed our first episode of Talking with T-Bird, we caught up with Helen Glover. And uh, you should uh, definitely go back and uh, listen to that. That was a very fun podcast with Helen. Got a lot of great feedback. Yeah, Helen Glover from Thailand. She was fantastic. You know, you get to see her personality. That's another thing with us doing these podcasts. A lot of times when the, you watch these players play, you you know, they're in game mode. They're they're focused in game mode. But when we get them and we talk to them on these podcasts, you get to learn different things about them. You get to see their personalities, their sense of humor. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. Their passions. I love it. Okay. So... T-Bird, before we get to talking to Stephanie, let me just take a moment and thank a sponsor. And this is a brand new sponsor on the podcast. Those are our friends over at Clutter. Now, whether you're moving to a new place, having a baby, or just Marie Kondoing your life, you know who Marie Kondo is, T-Bird? I do not. Okay. She's a lady that says, hey, get get rid of all this junk. Uh, you're probably looking to free up some space. And while self-storage is an option, it's not always convenient. But what if there was a way to be able to store your valuables without breaking your bank or your bank account? Well, now meet Clutter, the world's largest on-demand storage provider. Clutter is the world's largest full-service on-demand storage experience. There's no guesswork, no wasted space. Clutter is going to help you find out how much storage you need, and there's zero effort. You schedule a pickup, and Clutter is going to be there to pack up and move your belongings to store in their secure facility. And the best part is that Clutter has a price match guarantee that means you're going to get the lowest possible monthly storage rate. Clutter has an online photo inventory, which means you'll never forget what you have in storage. You schedule a delivery date online and Clutter is going to get it to you in 48 hours or less. You don't pay for packaging or delivery. It's all included in Clutter's low monthly rate. So stop wasting time and money searching for packing supplies, scheduling movers, or vetting storage facilities. Experience the future of storage 
with clutter and they've got a great sign up bonus for our listeners you can get $50 off your first month when you sign up at clutter.com slash rob that's on top of clutter's no hassle moving online inventory management free pickup and delivery and price match guarantee so they've got the perfect solution when you want to move around my stuff hey so rob that's a great concept let me ask you this. Is clutter a long-term storage place or a short-term or both? It's both. It's both. See why clutter is better and get $50 off your first month at clutter.com slash Rob. That's clutter.com and enter the promo code Rob at checkout. That's clutter.com slash Rob. Okay. T-Bird. I'm going to yeah. now... Let's bring in our guest and to, and to introduce our guest, I'm going to turn it over here to the great T-Bird Cooper. All right, Rob and I are so excited about our guest today. Old school hazard, new school claimser, and for every clear-cut reason, this three-time player is truly survivor royalty. We first saw her in season 10 in Palau, then we saw her in season 11 in Guatemala, and then four years later, we saw her in Heroes versus Villains in season 20. She is one of the most popular players to have ever played and is still regarded as one of the strongest women to have ever played this game. If you're not familiar with Stephanie LaGrasa Kendrick, you've been living under a rock, living under a rock, or you've been stuck on edge of extinction longer than Reem thought humanly possible. So now I introduce to you with much, much excitement, Stephanie LaGrasa Kendrick. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hey, Stephanie. How are you guys? Thank you so much for that. That was that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Stephanie, thank you very much for coming on and talking with uh, T-Bird. And I, and I don't know how much T-Bird explained to you about how she is like a bounty hunter. Of I've given her a list of people that I really wanted to talk to. And she's been out there working on trying to uh, track these uh, great survivor players down and so happy that she was able to find you. Uh, well, hey, anytime. I love talking to fellow survivors. Yeah. So anytime. Great. Well, Stephanie, uh, I guess uh, we'd love to get the update on you. And I know that so many of us uh, haven't been able to uh, follow uh, what you've been up to these uh, last few years since we saw you on Heroes vs. Villains. Okay. So, um, well, what do you want? I, I, I got married, mm -hmm. um, after, after Heroes vs. Villains to, uh, Kyle Kendrick. Yes. And we now have, um, three children. Mm -hmm. I just had my last baby. She's seven months. Um, so I have a, a seven year old, a five year old and seven month old, a girl, boy, girl. And we live in Florida now near the Tampa area. He played, uh, you know, for the Philadelphia Phillies yes. and where we met. And I had a restaurant there. I'm, the I'm well aware. Um, yeah, I'm, so, I'm well aware of, of the, the. I'm a Mets fan, so I'm well aware okay. of. Uh, okay. Well, of, his dad's a huge Yankees fan, so we're not offended. Don't worry, <laughs> yes. it's fine. And, and, <laughs> his own father. <laughs> yes, and and in the restaurant, Stephanie. So yes. many people wanted to know about the filet mignon pizza at Gigi's. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I no longer have the restaurant. I had the restaurant for about almost six years and it was amazing. And it was, had the best filet mignon pizza you'd ever have in your life with like this balsamic drizzled sauce on top. I can't even explain it, <laughs> but we no longer have Gigi's. So okay, you know, I, I need to find a place in Florida that's going to make filet mignon pizza, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you for all that. Uh, what about in terms of Survivor? Have you kept up with following the show at all? Or uh, you know, I did. I did for a long time. And now I've been kind of out of touch the past like two years with um, the whole baby thing and yes. pregnancy and school and kids. And my husband just stopped playing baseball just about two years ago too so we've been like just traveling and crazy but you know there's a little more consistency when he actually was playing and i was in i knew where i was going to be and when i was going to be there but now <laughs> we're actually busier when he's not playing so mm -hmm. i haven't i haven't been keeping up that much okay well some would say you haven't missed much 
Well, I hear that, but then I hear it's like totally different now. The game has totally changed. There's so many twists and turns. Like you got to watch to even understand it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This last season, they brought people on, right? Like they brought all new people back. Half were new and half were old. Yeah. Well, it was actually somewhat similar to what you did in Guatemala, where they brought four oh, quote unquote yes. captains back uh, yes. instead yes, of just two. And yes. uh, the returning players had a very hard time where the new players uh, really put their foot down and said, hey, this is our season and we don't want to work with any of these returning players. Right, except for one of the returning players won, didn't they? No, well, no, no, it's a little confusing. So then there was also <laughs> there there was also the place called the Edge of Extinction where people got yeah. voted out, and then a guy uh, who was a first time player got back into the game, and then he right. won. So and he won, right? He, yes, right. So it's it's it was it's it's again it's very it's a, a lot so different you get, than like, Palau. A second chance. Yeah, like yeah, so you get the boot. Yeah, you have a chance to get back on now. We, and we don't know if that's permanent. That was just in in this one right. particular season. Yes. Well, I mean, they keep coming up with new stuff. Well, you know what I was going to say with Palau wasn't that the very first season to have Exile Island, even though yeah, it was just yeah. a very short a short thing. So you guys kind of introduced Palau actually introduced a lot of first that they're doing now. They're just doing it bigger and bigger and bigger right rob right there's like now there's like a name to it yeah like when bobby john and i had that fire making challenge and i ended up like winning and being the last person on my tribe and then i was by myself in that cave that technically was the first time (laughs) of exile island kind of i guess you could say right but i think that's when they realized like oh god people can be alone out here by themselves let's do this yeah and they sent janu off to the exile island and she had to be there by by herself and that oh, was that's right yeah. that one night that's yeah. right and then they did the whole season about that stephanie uh, you know, thinking about your survivor career do you think of one of the seasons as your season that you look back at because you have palau where you were the you know uh universally beloved and but then you have guatemala where you went the full 39 days do you think of one of those as like being your season um i mean well palau was like my favorite season just because the location mm-hmm. was just to, i mean it was gorgeous i mean that water you had at least you could try to catch you know some food uh guatemala was just it was really hard like the conditions were complete hell actually i mean it's 118 degrees 20 degrees sometimes the bugs you could not go in the water at all you know with the crocodiles there like it was just out of control so and it was just a really hard season because yeah stephanie let me ask on guatemala is it true that you guys actually had to trek or walk 11 miles to get to your camp that's what I read. Is that true? Uh, it was fun. That's no, it wasn't. No, 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 no. It was not 11 miles, but it was back there. Like, it was far back because it had to be. Because the we the only body of water we were on was this little lake, and we were not allowed in it at all. And, um, of course, I and a couple other people were like, screw this. Like, we're so freaking hot. We're jumping in. So we jump in, and then they're like, here comes Jeff Probst flying in on the helicopter with, like, everybody else. They're like, stop the game. Stop everything. They sit us down. They're like, you cannot go in that water. Like, you will be pulled, drugged to the bottom and killed. They do it to the locals all the time. Like, you cannot go in the water. This is not a joke. Blah, blah, blah. We're like, you know, dumping the bucket over our heads all day long. He isn't cutting it. Mm-hmm. But so that's where, so our camp was back. It was back pretty far. It was probably about a mile or more. But I think it, I think the perimeter, to be honest with you, was guarded. Because one night we heard gunshots because apparently a cougar tried to get into our camp. So it was gar- guarded by some sort of local army type men, that, yeah. you know, from Guatemala. But, um, you know, the, the, those things were massive. And I don't know if they'd walk a mile to get us, but maybe we were like two miles in. We were pretty far back, though. What about like that far. hike, though, that they started this season? Oh, of yeah, that, Guatemala. that was like that was like 11 miles or more. Yeah, that was the thing. That took us like half a day. Okay. I can't even remember. Yes. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. That. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking about there. Definitely. Oh my god, that was brutal. And then, um, and then like one of the challenges you went won that cage that went in the water that was like, you know, it was a cage that you could swim in, and you were safe from you know getting eaten alive. Yeah. 
that was a very punishing season in uh, Guatemala. And it seemed like that when you played in Survivor 10 and 11, it seemed like that they were trying to play with the format a little bit of how far can we push these people where, you know, how how tough and how physically grueling can we make it? For Guatemala? But, but yeah, I feel like that really from the, the turn of like when Survivor got into double digits, I think they were really starting to play with, you know, how, how punishing uh, can we make it on the contestants? It, yeah, no, I mean, it was it was I mean, it was hell like there were challenges where we flat out were dehydrating. I don't think they've ever stopped the game. Yeah. As far as I know, if they had to stop the game, one of the challenges and sit us down and be like, okay, everybody gets one bottle of water and you Mm -hmm. all have to drink it because we were like passing out because it was so hot. Like you had to wear clothes and like head to toe protect yourself just to try to have some sort of sun block from like you would think you'd want to strip down to be cooler. No, we were like wearing stuff because it was so hot to like repel any sort of bug sun heat physically it was a really 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 hard season i mean i i was on three and it was by far the hardest i mean which makes you more of course my edit was much different too like i went from the plow edit right to the guatemala edit and you know they like to pick and choose a little what they put on but for the most part you are irritable like i was bitchy like you (laughs) just you are like you're it's a social experiment you're starving you're miserable. Of course, it looked like I ate constantly, but I lost more weight on that. I mean, I was down to 92 pounds. Like, I don't know any adult that can be 92 pounds. I was 140 pounds when I started. Mm-hmm. So who loses that much weight Steph- in 39 Stephanie. days? I don't know. Tell, let me know that diet. Stephanie, did you notice a difference too? I mean, I know you were, you were what, 24 when you played, uh, played in Palau and just 25 right. in Guatemala. But with you playing six months apart from Palau to Guatemala, did that make it harder on you? I mean, six months might sound that like a hard. long time, but mm-hmm. that, I that would imagine on your body. You know what? I didn't physically have time to prepare. Like for Pal- Palau, you know, I at least could train and work out. And really, like from Palau to Guatemala, I worked out a little bit, but I basically blew up because you do from not eating and, you know, the lack of salt and all that in your system. I mean, everybody that's on the show knows, like, we had to elevate our feet. You guys know. Mm-hmm. Like, you start eating again, your, your ankles are swollen, your whole body's swollen. So, I didn't prepare, I, I didn't have time to prepare my body like I did for Palau. But then also, mentally, like, you're not mentally right, and you go kind of right back into the game, which could kind of be a good thing because you, <laughs> you don't really want to forget it all. You want to just get back out there because if you have too much time to think about it, you might be like, yeah, I don't want to do this again. You had four years to prepare for heroes versus villains. Did you right. pretty much know going? Did you know pretty much going into it, you were going to be a huge threat? Oh, I almost didn't do it because I was like, I'm going to be dead in the water. Like, mm-hmm. it's been four years. You know, I didn't know who was going to be on the show, but I had feared that it might be a lot of the newer, younger players that I wasn't like buddy buddies with because I kind of moved on and started living my life. And I met Kyle and, um, also, as far as like, I did do, you know, so well the first two times that I'm like, they're going to want to get rid of me like immediately. And I mean, as soon as I got there and yeah. I, I saw our try, you know, I just knew I didn't have the numbers. It was like me, Tom and like, I, what, uh, what, uh, um, Colby, Colby, that yeah. was it. <laughs> it was like the three of us. I'm like, oh yeah, th- this is going to work out well. How much did the injury that you had, uh, your, your sh- shoulder was separated, right? And how much did that right. factor into uh, you being uh, hurt in the challenges? You know what? I, um, I just, I, I had, I had the surgery after that, but um, it wasn't because of that. I had dislocated my shoulder for years and I knew how I sometimes could not get it back in on my own. Most times I can that time I could not cause it was the way it dislocated. It was up and out. But, um, as long as I have a day to kind of keep it next to my body and act as if it's in a sling, it, it yeah. usually strengthens oh the muscles God. enough to be okay. Yeah. So I knew I'd be okay. And I could continue with the show as long as I didn't have to throw with my right arm. Cause then the arm could come out again. But, um, but I didn't have a chance even to recover because they voted me off right away. But it, it, it was pretty bad. Um, but I, I could have done it. I still could have sucked it up and done the whole thing. I was afraid if medical had to come out, I was going to have to leave the show. So mm-hmm. that was my worry. And Jeff's like, no, if we can get it back in, like, 
you can stay. I was like, oh, okay, well, get medical back out of here. So let me put my arm back in. <laughs> yeah. It would have hindered me in certain challenges, I'm sure, if I would have had a hang from something. Like, I don't know, I would have been bad. Stephanie, if you had had a little eight ball that Rob and I like to use, and you had known going out that you were going to be second voted out on Heroes versus Villains, would you have gone out anyway? I probably still would have did it. I mean, I knew I was going out early. I knew it. But, I, you know, I'm not really one to give up. So, right. I mean, mm-hmm. I would have taken right. a chance. Let me ask you this. Do you remember, you know, the, the slogan, the um, survivor slogan, of course, is outwit, outplay, and outlast. Do Correct. you know or remember what the slogan was for heroes versus villains? <laughs> oh, they God. changed it up. Do you, do you know, Rob? Uh, it's something like uh, revenge, redemption, oh. it's, uh, right? Is it real? Was it really? That's pretty close. Steph, you guys, Steph, I, you know, like you remember? Wor- <laughs> I have the worst memory. Okay. Was, I'm like baby brain dead was, now. <laughs> I'm almost 40. Come on. Hey, okay. It was return. It was return. It was return. Revenge. Redemption. <laughs> okay. I do kind of remember that now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And you know what's interesting too? So Stephanie, it's also very interesting that you you kind of introduced in your seasons the immunity idol, which they've gotten immunity idol crazy. I mean hidden, excuse me, hidden idol crazy. But I know oh. on Heroes versus Villains, you had one at each camp on Heroes versus yeah. Villains. And didn't you have one in the very, 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 very first one was Guatemala, the very first hidden immunity idol ever. Yes. That was yep. you, Guatemala. Yep, Guatemala. I remember so, uh, the football Gary, Gary Hogeboom. Yeah. Because yeah. I went looking for the stupid thing and got attacked by hornets, and my whole face blew up. I was looking in some tree. It was like a hornet's nest. Uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, Gary found it. I was like, oh, this looks like a good place. Nope. I was like, ah. Yes, and Judd got the clue, and then he yes. told he told uh, Gary Hawkins slash Hogeboom that it was definitely on the damn ground, man. And yep. Then uh, he, he knew it was in a tree. It was, it was in uh-huh. a tree. Do you have any good Judd stories? Listen, Judd was like my favorite, and it looked like I totally screwed him over at the end. But here was the deal: I was against getting rid of Judd. They were getting rid of him, all of them. My numbers. If there, were, I forget how many of us were left, but if there were five of us, all four were voting against Judd or three. So there was only two of us. So I had to go with them because now I'm going to be stuck with these people, and I don't want to try to piss them off. So poor Judd. Judd ended up going. Um, do I have any good Judd stories? No, Judd was just, are you kidding me? Everything about Judd was a great story. He was funny. He was a typical New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Just a great guy. Loves his family. I mean, no, I loved being around Judd. He was like, you know, you're out there. You're so freaking bored. You're just like, oh my gosh, is this day ever going to end? And then there's just Judd. At least you got Judd there mm-hmm. to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> the best. How many times did you apply before you got um, got to do your first run on Palau? I applied once, luckily, and um, and they called me. So I really, I really lucked out. I just what kind um, of audition video did you throw? To, what kind of audition video did you throw together for everybody listening wanting to do this? So my video was actually pretty creative at the time. I had a friend that did uh, Miss America pageants, but in order to get recognized to even get into those she needed to be creative with her audition tape so I asked her I was like what should I do and she said um what about that Bon Jovi concert you just went to and I was like what are you talking about <laughs> so here I just went to a Bon Jovi concert <laughs> in Philadelphia and it was the last concert ever at like one of the big arenas there they ended up knocking down and a, a guy that I worked with at the time found the tape on the Jumbotron and Bon Jovi actually pulled me up on stage and sang a whole song to me. It was like sold out. It was like what 50, song? People. You were born to be my baby. Yeah, okay. And I was made to be your man. And I have the oh, VHS sweet. tape of it. So uh, yes, it's a VHS tape, by the way. It was like at the last concert in 2004 at the, uh, I can't believe I can't remember the name of the, um, whatever. So, so I have it, right? So she goes, you need to put that clip of you and Bon Jovi. I mean, he's singing to me. He kisses me on the lips at the end. It's a whole thing. We're dancing. I, like, have his microphone. It's like a mess. So 
at the at, she's like, you need to put that clip on, and then at the end, it needs to flash to you. You need to be like in a bikini or something, and you need to say, "Hey, if Bon Jovi can pick me out of a crowd of fifty thousand people, so can you to be on Survivor." And I did that, and then they called right away. They're like, "Okay, was that really Bon Jovi? And was that really you?" And I was like, "Yep." And I'm not telling you another word unless you cast me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they did. All right, they brought everybody, me out there. So, so that's great. Yeah. All right, for everybody so, listening that wants to apply, you don't have to get quite this elaborate. Don't get discouraged because Stephanie's was over the top, <laughs> clearly. Clearly over the top. No, you know wow. what they're looking for, though? Like, they really just want you to be yourself. Yes. And, I mean, I also talked about, like, my everyday life. Like, I went to college. I was a Division One lacrosse player. Now I'm a pharmaceutical rep. Like, I talked about that, too, afterward. But I think the Bon Jovi clip got them. <laughs> Um, but they want you to be yourself, you know, and also if you don't make it the first time, you need to keep reapplying because they're, they're, con- they're constantly like they typecast, you guys know. So maybe they need like the young tomboy type girl that I guess I was, and maybe there's two of them. So maybe they need you the next season. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you're going to be one on each season or whatever. Yeah. So you just got to keep reapplying. Great advice. All right, Stephanie, who, you know, we have, we uh, interviewed Helen Glover from Thailand and yes. we asked her who her, who her role model survivor idol was. And of course it was you, of course. Aww. So now I ask, I'm, I'm going to ask you, who is your survivor idol, your role model, or who you think is most like you from these seasons? And it's going to be a, I don't even know how you pick, you know, for yourself, but anyway, oh, cause I know a lot of people wise? say you. So, yep. Oh, well, I, well my, my favorite, my favorite of all time that I always loved was Boston Rob. Like he was hey. just like my favorite from way back. Um, Stephanie, if you, if you would have been on my tribe, we would have kept you around. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, <laughs> well, he was on Heroes vs. Villains with me and then I was on the Stephanie, I, I, he's still on. <laughs> he's still he on again. He, he Stop it. <laughs> you have no idea, Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> you have, you have, yeah, you have no idea. So I'm glad he's your idol because on season 39 that starts this fall, him and Sandra are the two. Yes, oh, he's two back, baby. Idols, but, but oh my god, he's back. but but I never had a chance to like. Oh, Sandra too. Oh, geez. You know what? I gotta watch. I'm so, gonna watch. So, when does this start? <laughs> September. Okay. All right. I'm in. But Stephanie, the interesting thing about this is they're actually out there. You know, when you and Bobby John played in Guatemala, I think yeah. Pope said that you guys, y'all are out there for resources to help the other yeah, tribes. Yeah, yeah, they phrased it really well. Tribes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. right. But you, but you were playing. But you were playing yeah, we the were. game. Okay. Season thirty-nine. Boston Rob and Sandra are not playing. They're strictly out there resources for advice to the other players right Ross there's yeah Yeah. coaches 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 and so just FYI so you put this in your calendar Stephanie September 25th (laughs) is when Survivor starts and it start. It's going to be an hour and a half show so (laughs) yes you can see I'm putting it in right now your your DVR (laughs) I'm putting it in right now on my phone as we speak yeah Wait, um, are you can they watch the only two, or is like Suri on again? No, it's just it's just them on 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 this one on 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 okay. season on season thirty nine. Yeah, uh, are you kidding <laughs> me? Come on. So, oh, that's a cool we would idea. Not like that. <laughs> hey, Rob, isn't it? Hey, Rob. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, what is it, T Bird? I was going to say, Rob, isn't it interesting? I kept thinking, who was Stephanie going to pick as her role model, as her idol? And isn't it cool that she picked Boston Rob? I, I was looking at females, but I love that. That's Well, that's, I, I've always, I, I, mean, I, I mean, we have, we hung out like one night, eventually, finally at some finale show or whatever. And I told him, I'm like, you were like my favorite. Like, I don't want to be weird. I, I don't like right. you. It's not like that. And he's like, no, 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 it's cool. He was an East Coast guy. I mean, he was Boston. I was Philly. He was totally different, but. And then he he ultimately met Kyle and everything. Like it was cool because Kyle en- ended up with the Red Sox eventually, right? Oh, I know he did. Yeah, and I think Boston Rob texted me about that. But he he was with the Red Sox, but then he got sent to the minors. Like that was the end of his career. So mm-hmm. he only, I think he only had two big league starts up there. But still, it was cool. Like yeah. we were, you know, we went to Fenway. Can I ask you a, a, a baseball related question? Because sure, uh, I, sure. I have a question. I have some questions from our listeners, and Justin Feinberg wants to know during Kyle oh, Kendrick's. Justin. Uh, you know Justin? 
I know, Justin. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, was with, during Kyle's time with the Phillies, did Stephanie ever bond with Heidi Hamels over their shared experience of being on Survivor? Of course, now, I, I knew Heidi uh, way back when, when she was just Heidi Strobel. Yes, yes. Funny you ask. So Heidi has become one of my very best friends and not because of Survivor, but ironically, Kyle and Cole, both starting pitchers for the Phillies, yes. became good friends. Heidi's Cole's wife. And then Heidi and I became good friends because of Kyle and Cole. Well, then we started talking, you know, you get more involved and I'm like, you were on Survivor? She's like, wait, you were on Survivor? I'm like, well, I remember you from Survivor. I remember you. So then we talked about Survivor experiences. Very cool. But we became friends beyond that. Like it wasn't just about that. And Heidi and I are actually about to do some sort of really cool little business thing together. That's going to launch in the fall. Whoa. So yeah, that involves fitness. Yeah. That involves fitness completely. Heidi's idea. Yeah. I believe Um, it. She's been, she's a, she is a genius workaholic, like has multiple companies, but she called me and said, I'd love if you'd be a part of this with me. What do you think? Like probably a year and a half ago. And I said, I'd love it. I'll do whatever it takes. Let's go. And it's finally going to launch probably in the fall. And I'm honored to be a part of it with her. Yeah. So I'll keep you guys posted, but um, it's going to be a really cool, like fitness type of thing. I always say about Heidi in terms of uh, that. I don't think that people uh, gave her enough credit as a player. I was the the most scared of her uh, out of any. That's right. So you were on her season. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking up her cast recently, and yeah, that was a good season, by the way. That was a great cast. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. That was fun. Uh, but I, yeah, I was uh, so intimidated by her because I felt like that uh, that she was a, a strategist and people didn't give her enough credit. Oh, she's like a genius. She's like a math whiz. She is so smart. Mm-hmm. And people probably just think, oh, she's another pretty girl. Nope. Yeah. She's so freaking smart. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I uh, know. But yeah, that uh, if if you uh, remember, say hello to Heidi for me. I will. I will. I'll tell her about this. So yes. You guys have to send me like the tape too, so I have it. So at some point, if she can't listen on Friday, whenever this airs, I'll have her um, listen to it. Actually, I'm going up to film stuff with her in July up up at her home so um cool. i'll have her listen to this that night but she's the best please tell her i said hello too because i actually have her playboy uh oh, magazine t-bird she, she, i do <laughs> we're not talking it. about that her, why she looked hot i know that but it was it, it, she's not she looked fantastic no i'm yeah. saying because stephanie it's great how you're telling us not just another pretty face she's she's stunning but for oh, you to say yes. how intelligent she is it's very cool so yes please tell her i said hello as well I will for sure. I will. Yeah, she uh, she's got the whole package going on over there. That Heidi. Can I ask another a question about uh, Guatemala? Because Stephanie, I know you you played so hard that season in Guatemala, and then you got to the end, and you were there with Danny, and then all, all of the votes except for uh, uh, was it Rafe? I think that Rafe, uh, that, yeah. that voted that voted uh, for Danny in the yeah. end. But didn't you do a lot more than than Danny did in that season? Should you have been the winner? I mean, of course, I think I should have been. But you know what? Survivor comes down to a lot of luck in the end. And if if you piss off too many people, you're not going to win. And unfortunately, I had to play a hard game like from the beginning. And a lot of the moves that were made, really, Rafe made them. I just went along with him and it looked like it was my idea. So I looked like the bad guy. Um when and Danny just kind of flew under the radar and sometimes that's what it takes and I mean I will say she won she won fair and square and that's that but if you ever ask anybody do you remember Survivor Guatemala and who won I'm not even kidding you most people do not remember who won they're like I remember you went to the end didn't you but who won Mm -hmm. and I'm like and there there have been a couple like you know, fellow contestants that said, like, I was just so mad at the time because you placed the vote right then and there, but the votes aren't read until months later. So once people calm down mm-hmm. and realize, like they, yeah. people say like, they didn't vote for her. They just voted against me. Yeah. But probably yeah. like yeah. a couple of people did come up to me and say, you know, I probably should have voted for you. I'm sorry. Like you should have won. But I mean, I know I was so happy. I just got to the end, but really race played an awesome game too. Like he, he could have, should have been him too. Like he was amazing. He played a good game. If Danny got to play again, how do you think she would do now? 
you know, That's 10 years question. later? You know what? I don't know because we're all older now. So, and I know age doesn't matter, but it's, it's a different time. Like when you're younger, you feel invincible. You're not worried about getting hurt. You don't have kids that you have to worry about back home. I don't know. Cause it's a very mental game. So don't you think she'd play, she'd play under the radar. You think she'd play the same game she played oh, before? She would play the exact same. Yeah. She's definitely not going to be out and boisterous. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I think that's her personality to do that uh, as far as like on TV. But, um, I don't know. I mean, she would definitely probably go under the radar again. She'd probably give it off early, too, for it, because then people would be like, all right, we've seen this before. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie, can I ask you one question about the under-the-radar stuff? Because uh, I know Danny has said after the season, hey, I wasn't under the radar. I was stealth. I didn't tell I the producers anything. I one more time. I was like, but you were under the radar. Yeah. I mean, she won a couple good challenges in the end, I think, like, two. But She says, like, no, I beat the radar. Uh, that I wasn't under the radar. Well, I mean, of course she's going to say it. She's not going to say I flew under the radar and that's how I won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, she flew under the radar and that's how she won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's easy to do when, you know, there's the returning player and everybody can then say, hey, I just don't want to vote for the person who came back. Right. And it was hard, too, because I was a returning player. Everybody was constantly coming to me like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Like, they almost wanted me to be the leader and I didn't want to be the be all end all say all because what if it wasn't the right thing and then they look at me like oh well you said that you said to do that mm-hmm. so I kind of was like I don't know what do you guys think and you know <laughs> it was it's a it was a tricky situation to be in yeah really Stephanie were you screwed basically if uh, whoever you went up against in the end that the jury would have voted for the other person probably at that point yeah even yeah. Lydia. Yeah, Lydia probably would have beat me, too, because nobody was really mad at her. Everybody was mad at me. They Everybody thought I voted them off. Yeah. Like, it was my idea. When, sure, I also casted one of the votes, but there were very many people involved, and it wasn't always, it was not my idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to vote Judd off. I didn't want to vote um, Lydia. I wanted off, because she started <laughs> getting, <laughs> although I love her dearly, but she started getting a little, like... I don't even know, kind of <laughs> antsy, and and she wasn't doing much really yeah. at the end, and then she, and then she was the kind of the person that you know flew under the radar. She probably would win at the end, so she had to go. Mm-hmm. Gary, we had to get rid of because he was very. That wasn't my idea. He was very, you know, threatening. Jamie was not my idea. Yeah. What about Cindy and her car? Cindy was not my idea. Mm-hmm. Nope, didn't care about the car. Who cares? <laughs> um, but you know what that I mean. Like somebody had to go, and I didn't want it to be yeah. me. Yeah. What was that? The car curse. That was a that was a survivor car curse. That no was a survivor a car, car curse. Gone on to win the game. Yeah, it's so true. But you know, like I didn't care about that. But like I didn't want it to be me. I didn't want it to be Rafe because I knew he was like my major out. Like he was my my bestie out there. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, Danny, I wanted to get rid of. I kept saying that, but Rafe wanted to keep her, so I went along with that. But it's it's just so tricky. Like you never know. In Palau, if you had gotten into to the end, to that final immunity challenge, would mm-hmm. you, and I think I know the answer to this, would you and Tom still be up there all these years <laughs> later trying to beat each other? Because I got a feeling you would not have stepped down no matter what. Oh, I would have never stepped down. But until our bodies would have physically given, I, my body would have physically given out, like it did in Guatemala on one of those challenges, like I would be up there. There's no way I would have stepped right. down, not at the end. Mm-mm. All right, so it went 12 hours. How long mm-hmm. do you think it would have gone with you and Tom with you just beating it out? Just curious. Probably, Katie, I, what I, Katie I, lasted? Katie lasted what? Five? Five hours. Katie lasted five hours. And okay. they lasted 12. And So what do you think? Well, it's harder for guys because their feet are bigger. So I definitely could have gone longer than 12. I will tell you that. And I, feel, I do feel like the girls are a little mentally stronger sometimes. Not all girls, yep. but... Sometimes out there, for some reason, women like something with the pain, they can take it more. But Tom, I'll tell you, he still has no feeling in his in his feet. Mm-hmm. He has like some damage, some <laughs> yeah, nerve damage. As so does um, Ian. I don't know. I probably could have went at least sixteen. I would think. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, Stephanie, and I and I believe you, and I actually believe you could. Don't you, Rob? And I, 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 I believe it. I'd bet on you. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Don't but, bet I mean, against see, Stephanie. It, it, but it's easier for no, me to say now, of course. I, you know, <laughs> I'm home. I'm not starving. Yeah. But, and Tom probably could have lasted too. Who am I kidding? 
All right, Stephanie, would you rather do puzzles, strength, balance, or endurance challenges? What's your strong suit? Um, probably endurance. All right, that would be that would be the challenge we just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephanie, yeah. besides Heidi, are there any other survivors that you keep in touch with all these years later? Um, yeah, Tom actually has become one of my very best friends. We still send like Christmas cards to each other. I talk to him every now and again. Suri, I talk to a little here and there. Mm-hmm. And Kobe, I talk to here and there. And Katie a little bit. Yeah. Now, um, did you, you and Suri became close from uh, traveling together after Heroes vs. Villains? Yeah. Yeah, we really did. We really, I didn't really know her that well on there, but we got to know each other afterwards really well. And I really love her. She's a doll. Mm hmm. Did you watch when she came back the last time? I watched parts of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like crazy. So then I had to Google. I'm like, all right, how many people have done it like three or four times? Yeah. Let me look into that because there's only a handful, right? Only only a handful. Yep. Would you only be one of the people that would ever do it a fourth time or have you hung up your survivor hat? You know what? If you would have asked me this a year ago, I probably would have said I hung it up. But like now that I'm, getting back in shape after the baby and I'm working on this fitness thing with Heidi. Like I do feel like even approaching 40, Mm -hmm. I can totally do it again. Yeah. Because now you say, Hey Kyle, you, that you're look, you're, you're retired now. So now you can, you can stay here with the kids and then let me go, let me go back one more time. Right. 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 He would love that. He would be so thrilled. Stephanie, if you went back again, now you'd be 39, right? 39. Would you be, the hero? Mm-hmm. Would you be hero, villain, <laughs> so- soccer mom, soccer mom, or hero soccer mom, or villain soccer mom? What oh, category God. would you be in? Well, I would hope to be hero soccer mom because otherwise my daughter would be like, Mom, why are they calling you a villain? Like, you know, she's going to be eight. She totally gets it. Yeah. Um, but hopefully hero soccer mom. <laughs> Have you shown hey. your seasons to your daughter? They have watched her and my son a little bit of Palau. Um, they have not watched the full thing because when we get to por- parts where I cry, they get all upset. Oh. <laughs> but they need hey, to watch so Stephanie, Hey, so what? Stephanie, let me ask you this. If, yeah. if, if, if they did a blood versus water, now I know yeah. your kids are young, but if blood versus water, would you do it with, would you pick your husband, Kyle, to go out there with you? Would you pick Sophia? I know she's eight, but let's just fast forward that she's 18. Would you pick Kyle, okay. your husband, Sophia? Kyle Jr. or Sloan? Okay. Which one would you right, pick to go so out I, here with so you? Do I have to compete against this person or is this person like... What, no, what I don't food? think you'd compete against... They, they would be another person on the season, but I don't think you'd be uh, ag- against them. Although, you know what? My husband, forget it. He could never survive more than five minutes, so he's out. Mm-hmm. Sophia would be whining. Kyle Jr. would be like not... I don't even know. He would be like running around like crazy. So probably Sloan. She's a little spitfire. I can already tell. She can give me a run for my money, but she would be good. I think Sloan. I take Sloan. Right, so so I'm taking the seven-month-old. Month old old. <laughs> yeah. Great question. I love it. I'm taking the baby. Hey, uh, Stephanie. Tell, yeah. Stephanie, give yeah. me three adjectives that describe you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Three adjectives that describe you. Fun is that an adjective? Yes. Come on, I'm brain dead. Okay, fun. Yes. Um, loyal is that an adjective? Yes. Okay, and um, I was no adjective. English. I was no English major. Okay, and honest. I'm a really honest person. Okay. I really am. I'm actually a terrible liar, and like when I have to lie, I get full blown anxiety and like can't even deal with myself. So it's <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Stephanie, that. I want to just go back to the the filet mignon pizza because all okay. these years later that uh, people still talk about that. Uh, how was Jeff Probst really mad when you gave I think the, he was the, mad at me. the shout out for Gigi's during the Heroes vs. Villains finale? Yeah, <laughs> I think he was mad, but I think he was just mad because he, it wasn't like Survivor talk. He never like he. I've I've talked to him after, and he's always been so nice to me. So yeah. I don't think he held it against. But me. you were smart. You knew that that was probably going to be the one the one question that you got at the finale. And well, that was the thing, I mean, I got voted out second. I had to say, I was like, that's it. I'm going to promote the restaurant at least because Frey, I didn't do anything on the show. <laughs> right. 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 So you knew that with all these millions of people watching, this was going to be the the best shot to promote it. And look, 
all these years later that all the all the fans were asking me questions about filet mignon pizza. Seriously, I know. I know. Well, it was kind of ballsy of me to do. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. Sorry, Very bold. Jeff. It, it was sorry. All right. So we already know what a strong, determined, smart woman you are. We already know that. So I wanted to do these kind of rapid fire questions just so the listeners can learn a little bit more about you very quickly. And you can Are see you ready? how dumb I really am? Okay, go. All right, rapid fire. Ready? Pizza or steak? Pizza. Okay. Boots or heels? Boots. Beer or wine? Wine. <laughs> Running or yoga? Running. Roses or daisies? Roses. Broadway show or rock concert? Rock concert. Yeah, Bon Jovi. <laughs> Lake or ocean? Lake or ocean? Ocean. Cats or dogs? Dogs. City or country? Uh, city. All right, last one. Baseball or football? Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually not a football person, to be honest. All right, yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stephanie, th- th- thank you so much for all of your uh, time. This I-, I know you got a million things going on. And with uh, the three kids, we really appreciate you making some time to talk to us. Hey, guys, thank you for having me. It was fun. And I, I don't know if you realize this, but, the, you know, they always ask these Survivor players, uh, who's the person that you're going to play like at the beginning of the season? And still to this day. So many of the female contestants mention you as a role model or an inspiration of somebody that they want to play like. Oh, well, that's uh, yeah. Seriously, uh, I uh, am honored. I am because you know I really I came off kind of rough in Guatemala, and I I didn't have any intention of acting that way, or I I was really hoping I wasn't perceived as a horrible, nasty person because I'm not. I just played a rough game. I had to. Um, so that, that means a lot. Thank you so much. And I'm honored and thank you to everybody who has always supported me. Yeah. And I really think that your, your, your reputation, uh, that I don't think that people really think of you, uh, in that way. I think that people still remember that person in Palau who was the underdog who, who never gave up. And, And I think that really has been your lasting legacy of survivor. Thank you. That's sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, Stephanie. Hey, uh, unlike hey Rob. Yes. Yes. Hey Rob. Before we let Stephanie go, I wanted to. I talked to three different people from each of her seasons. Oh boy. And I want. I know. Yeah. I, I want to see if she knows who said this stuff about her. Really quickly. Right, Do we have Stephanie, time you have time. You have time for this. Yeah. For this game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So this this person described you. Um, all right. This is going to be from Palau. Okay. Right. They described you as optimistic, tenacious, and naive. Um, Kobe. I thought I thought naive was interesting. That's exactly right, Kobe. Yeah, a double bell. All right. <laughs> yeah, and um, and, and the reason he said they're interesting, I'm like naive. I didn't expect that, Kobe. He said, well, because she, whatever she sees or she hears, she goes with. Mm. She's not. You know, she's not really, if you tell her something, she believes you. Is that, would no, you say that's no. That's not necessarily true, but no? out there, I, I liked everybody to think I believed what they were saying because I didn't want to question too many people because I didn't want them to think I was disagreeing with them. So I kind of yesed a lot of people okay. and figured it out on my own. But. All right. So this, this next one is from Guatemala. And I asked this particular person to give me three adjectives. And it's really interesting, the three adjectives they gave me. So they said the first adjective is is the, the is the first adjective, freaking, and freaking actually wasn't the word they used. They used a little stronger word. Uh Uh-oh. And the third adjective was was best. Oh, my gosh. The freaking best. The freaking best. But change the middle word and you know where we're going. That's how strong (laughs) this person was feeling. Uh, Was it Judd? You know who that would be? Judd? Nope. No, um, not Judd. Um, oh gosh, Bobby John. He was, he was, nope. He was pulling for you at the end. Oh, Rafe. That's it. I love Rafe. I feel the same about him. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Rafe. All right, heroes versus villains. This particular person said, I love her and miss her. Heroes versus villains. Three. I love 
Nope. Huh. Well, not many people liked me on there. Um, Tom or Colby? <laughs> nope. And, and he said, and, and this coming from him is pretty big. And Rob, when you know who it is, he said, I wish I could share Ponderosa with her and Siri again. Oh, I know who it is. Oh, um, um, Randy. <laughs> Was it Randy? Randy. Yeah. Oh my yes, gosh! Because yes. Randy and Tom had a falling out, and I loved Randy, but I he, I didn't know if he knew that. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. I, I love her and miss her. I miss him too. <laughs> that's sweet of Randy. Very good, Stephanie. Uh, un- unlike uh, Jeff Probst, we want to give you all the time that you want to promote or plug anything that you want people <laughs> to check out. Um. Well. You know, I got to get my social media game on better because I'm terrible at it. But stay tuned for something in the fall with Heidi Strobel slash now Hamels and I. Yes. And also, I've been working out at, I don't know if you guys heard of this place, F45. It's like a new franchise across the country. Okay. Um, but I work out at F45 in Clearwater and Brooke and Tim Ritter own it. And it is badass. Like it's amazing. It's like the best workout. My husband's working out there. It's killer. It's so great. So wherever you live in the country, check out an F 45, um, workout place. And okay. Other than that, um, if you ever get a chance, donate to the Hamels foundation. Cause it's just a really great foundation that, okay. um, we support daily. Thank you. I could go on, well, but I'm not. So if I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. No problem. T-Bird, did you have anything else? No, Stephanie, thank you so much for giving up your busy, busy day to talk to us. Hey, it was great talking to you great. guys. Everybody's going to love hearing from you. Oh, yeah, we really we really you. appreciate you making some time to talk to us about all this stuff. And uh, the fans are so excited that we uh, announced that we were going to talk to you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, keep in touch, guys. If, if you ever want me back on, I'm around. Okay. All right. got Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. All right. Bye, Stephanie. All right, everybody, there you have it. Stephanie LaGrosa. How about that, T-Bird? That was fantastic. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I loved hearing from her. We got so much good information from her. It just yeah, so a lot much of stuff good stuff. That, yeah, and, and, and is it interesting? You know, she mentioned a couple of times. I didn't say a word. You know, she played when she was in her 20s, and then she played at now she's 39 and she was mentioning how, you know, how it would be, she'd play again, but how it would be different because she's older and she's, you know, this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, I was, I was over 39 the first time I played, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm wanting to play again, what, 20 years later. So I was listening to her at 39 saying what she was saying. And I was thinking, okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Great. Wouldn't it be great? So wouldn't it be great to see her? her play again to go from her 20s where she was young and fit and I guarantee you she's well 39 she, in where I'm sitting she's still young and fit but can you imagine how differently it might be to watch her play now as a mom you know married mom of three young children I think it'd be fantastic and and I'm not I'm not really a big fan of returning players coming back three four five six times whatever but Stephanie that's a yeah. whole different ball game I would well, I would love to see her play again Absolutely. It's interesting. And I think that she would be somebody that a survivor would want to have back for a couple different reasons. I I do think that the game has uh, that in its current evolution, uh, I think that they are looking for more women that are going to be like a Stephanie and play in the Stephanie style of play. And so I, I think that she would be somebody that they would want to have back. And especially that in terms of, uh, moms that they, that uh, I think that she would be sort of like the tough mom that they're looking for. So I think that she would be a very good casting choice oh, to potentially come back and play again. I would, when I think about who I'd want to see come back of all these hundreds of people that have played, I got to tell you, I think she's probably number one, 100%. Number one. Number one. Wow. Number one to play. Yes. I mean, just think, I mean, she's played three times and look how she did from going you know, from what, I mean, she, she became a, she, she was our sweetheart. She stole our hearts that night in Palau when she was over there all by herself. And I thought, wow, 
And then again, she went heroes versus villains when she knocked her shoulder. I'm like, that is a tough, tough woman. So again, to watch her now play at, at 39, you know, 39, 40 as married with mom, with, as a mom with these young children, I think would be fascinating. And I think she'd do well again. I think she'd do well. Okay. (laughs) T-Bird. So far uh, in our talking with T-Bird shows that we have uh, this segment here where we were going to call it uh, teaching with T-Bird of you were going to see if there was uh, something from your uh, vast uh, array of wisdom that you could teach me about. All right, for some whatever reason, you caught me off guard. I was so excited about doing this interview with Stephanie. I was really excited about it and trying to kind of brush up from her seasons and everything that I forgot about this segment. So here we go. I'm going to pull something together very quickly. So in honor of Stephanie and in yes. honor of Stephanie's husband, Kyle Kendrick, because you did ask a few baseball questions, mm-hmm. I'm going to see, I'm going to put you on the spot here. And I'm going to see um, if you know the words to take me out to the ball game. How many viewers, how many viewers, viewers, listeners know the words to take me out to the ball game? Is right, there Rob, like a second verse that I, right now. that I don't know I don't about? So. I, mean, I, I don't know. Like no, 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 song. no. I don't think there's one. So go ahead, start singing. And if go ahead and sing. If you need me to jump in, I will. I'm not a, I'm not afraid to do that. But let <laughs> me see you, if you know the words. Uh, I know. I, I, this is a duet on the podcast. It can, can be whatever you want. Hey, this is our segment to ask you to see if you know something. And so now my question to you after doing our interview with Stephanie, with Kyle being a big baseball player, do you know the words? to take me out to the ball game. You better not be Googling anything right no, now. No, I'm not Googling anything. I definitely, I definitely know. What they, uh, right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, all right, so we're going we're gonna to sing it together? Okay. Okay. Since you all right. asked. Okay. Okay. Because right, people always want to hear you sing more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, let's go. I'm going to let you lead it. Take me out to the ball game. game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me I some peanuts some and Cracker Jack or popcorn for T-Bird. I don't care if I ever get back. Let's just root, root, root for the home. home team. If they don't win, it's a shame because it's one, it's one two, two, three strikes. You're out at the old ball game. Awesome. Yeah. Good job. Thank you, T-Bird. Okay. T-Bird, are, uh, my Mets are playing your Braves this week. Yeah, I hate it for you. Do not let, <laughs> do not let that affect our friendship, okay? I, I won't. Let it. I, hey. I, I, know you, I know you wore the Braves hat was, in... Yeah, well, I know you wore the Braves hat in Survivor Africa. Are, do you follow the, the Braves day in and day out? Yes. Yes, yes. My husband follows them, so of course I follow them. And Brian Snicker is their coach. And I've known Brian and his wife, Ronnie, for, for, since for years, for over 40 years. So mm-hmm. Brian, that's the head coach now, was, in the, was the pitching coach in the minor leagues um, when I first met him, literally back in the, you know, the 80s. And so now he's the, he's the coach. So of course I followed. And you know what? I wanted to ask Stephanie, and I forgot. I thought I saw that Kyle was part of the Atlanta Braves team back in 2015. So I know that he, I'm sure he knows Brian Sicker because, you know, Brian was the pitching coach then. Um, but anyway, I forgot to ask her that. So I'll have to follow up with her and ask her about that. Very nationally so, yes. East-centric uh, podcast today. Yeah. I was just going to say, just don't let it affect our friendship when the Braves do what they have to do to your team. I'm, uh, I'm not I'm just worried about you know, it. I'm not, I'm not uh, concerned about the, the, I think the Mets are pretty much over for 2019. So I think we'll oh. be okay. All right. Okay, good. So, T-Bird, if people have more suggestions of people they want us to track down or want you to track down, can they go to at T-Bird Cooper on Twitter and let you know? Yes, definitely. And I've gotten some people that are mentioning names, some really great names. I just need to get them to you. But yes, let them do that because that's, that's what this segment's all about. 
Okay. People well, you want to hear from. All right. Good stuff. And so, T-Bird, thank you again for all of your hard work. We hope to have more Talking with T-Bird coming your way very soon. Yes, definitely. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. Thank you, Rob. T-Bird, anything else you want to tell the listeners? No, that's it. Okay. All right. Everybody have a happy 4th. Everybody have a safe and happy 4th of July. Of course, uh, support for all of these podcasts uh, comes to us from the patrons of Rob as a podcast. Find out more about everything that's going on in our patron community. Head on over to robhasawebsite.com slash patron. You'll get access to our patron-only podcast feed, our patron Facebook groups, and more at robhasawebsite.com slash patron. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. 